Hello, welcome to episode 52 of the Legendary Frogcast. This is probably going to be a mini-cast, but we'll probably talk for hours and hours, because my guest here is Casey McDonald. Hey, guys. Are you really a guest? You're, you're like my war, you're like my Warcraft co-host. Practically. Practically. Is this really episode 52? 52. Let's wow. look real quick and see what your last podcast was. I have opened. It's probably going to be like podcast thirty nine. Like, oh, I missed That's all these probably podcasts. A, probably about right. Well, you guys always podcast about like movies that I haven't seen. Yeah, frog. I'm just like, oh. Or, Last yeah, one was the was the pre cataclysm chat. And it was episode forty one. Wow. That was in uh, November of last year, so... That would be fun to go back and listen to, and we're all like, oh, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's funny that you say that, because this is kind of our mid-cataclysm chat. <laughs> and Marcus Henry Files. <laughs> Let's mute that. He's very excited. Yep. Everyone's hearing file names. It's going to spoil wonders. Hmm. So, um, yeah, so normally we would do our cataclysm post-mortem, like... After Cataclysm is all done with. But, um, get the autopsy report. Get the autopsy report. Which is kind of appropriate, because some people think that WoW is in really bad shape right now. I, and you know, it's weird, because I don't really agree with them. I mean, I, I know that they've lost a lot of subscribers. I, I remember that Blizzard actually came by and announced, you know, oh, we've lost... I don't remember... <clears throat> I don't remember the exact number anymore. It was like some odd few hundred thousand subscribers. And it looks like a big number. But like if you look at how many people they actually have subscribed. Yeah. And like take the percentages. It was like less than 2% of the well, entire population of World of Warcraft. It was like not even a dent. It, it, it was less than 10%. But here, here's the fact. For the first time that they've announced. Actually gave numbers out. Warcraft has lost subscribers. Um, almost a million of them. And uh, yeah. And that's like, I mean, most MMOs. What few are left that have a pay for, that have a paid subscription? I mean, they would, they would love to have a million subscribers. Yeah. But uh, so yes, yeah, so that's a fact. Like, I'm sure there's been dips, but uh, a million subscribers is kind of a lot. So let's uh, kind of, kind of a million, you know. I could get them. I could probably fit that many people in my apartment. Yeah, know. Blizzard's like, oh, we'll just release a new pet on the store. We'll make the money. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, um, Wrath of the Lich King ended, and Cataclysm was kind of like, oh, this is gonna bring WoW back to its uh, glory days of Burning Crusade, and everyone was all excited about it. And um, it, we really hated Wrath too. Well, I didn't hate it. Well, I mean, it was definitely a low point in WoW in terms of uh, kind of the direction Blizzard was going because they would either undercompensate or overcompensate. Well, they would overcompensate for all their changes, it seemed. Yeah. And uh, in Cataclysm was supposed to be, okay, we're going to make the game a little more hardcore while still keeping the the, uh, the um, accessibility. And uh, we're going to have all these new raids and new dungeons and new level-up stuff. Okay, we had a little hiccup there. I'm not sure what happened, but um, we were... It was Joseph's fault. It might have been. It might have been your fault. You're the one who went offline. Ooh, pointing fingers. But yeah, uh, a Cataclysm was supposed to bring WoW back to its former glory. and yeah, uh, return to form. Yeah, and um, I don't know if uh, players really saw it that way in, in the end. 
Um, like, the dungeon, the, the raids were harder, but at the same time, they were too inaccessible to the uh, common man, I guess you would say. See, now, maybe I'm on the other side of that, because I, I don't necessarily think that was so true. Um, I feel that, like, they just didn't have a very accessible introductory boss. Like, they had Argoloth, but Argoloth was, like, well, that's very what I mean. easy. You that's know? what I mean. Like, uh, the, the first boss is, like, Magma and uh, Omnitron. Like, they, they weren't easy bosses, especially for brand new... Like, people who just geared up in heroic gear. Yeah, if you were just going into it, it was it was pretty tough. Yeah. And, um... Like, I, mean, I don't know... It's, 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 well... Well, well yeah. Well, if you compare... Oh, sorry. I was, uh, let's say, like, if you compare, like, let's say Burning Crusade. I, I still feel that, like, starting out, Burning Crusade had, like, the most, like, consistent difficulty ramp, you know, with Karazhan. Um... You know, you went from, like, your, like you, you know, your dungeons into Kara, and, like... The heroic ones are kind of too too difficult back then, but you know you'd step into Karazhan and there was like Ottoman the Huntsman, and he was really easy. He had really easy mechanics. He basically just sat there and DPSed him down. But like you know, if your healers didn't have like the required item level or whatever, you you wouldn't make it through. If your DPS didn't have the required DPS, your healers were out of mana, you wouldn't make it through. If your tanks didn't have enough health, you know they'd die. I mean, it, it's like it was an easy fight, but it was a good gear check. It was like a good patchwork kind of fight, and like we didn't have that in BWD or BOT. Oh, I'll say half is, is the gear check fight. I, I suppose so, but no one really started on him either. Everyone started... People people probably should have, because it's easier boss, but yeah, this isn't really about like, the uh, game ex- itself. It's like, when did player perception allow? At least on some of these message boards I go to, which admittedly is only a small percentage of the population, but it seems to be pretty consistent in a lot of places and even people in the games that people who like people that like WoW are dissatisfied with it now and personally I don't really see why yeah I actually had a specific conversation with a guy (coughs) where he said that um (coughs) sorry he said that uh that he had quit the game and was just coming back and like he was like on a trial or something, you know. And well, well he said he w- he quit the game because um, whenever Blizzard announced the cross realm dungeon grouping thing, you know, or uh, not cross the, the the real ID dungeon grouping thing. Um, he, you know, he was saying that like it, it seems to be like a premium service or something like that. And he was just like, oh, I'm against that, you know. And he got really mad. And so like that was why he he basically quit. And then he came back because he heard that they weren't going to actually do that. In fact, I have a lot of friends who did that, where, like, that was their reason for leaving, was that specific reason. So, microtransactions. Microtransactions that never actually happened, but was enough for some people to quit. But were they mad at WoW, or were they mad at Blizzard? I think they were mad at Blizzard. I mean, like, I don't know, this is... I have kind of a biased perspective on this, too, though, because... You know, like I said, I, I have so many friends like, you know, Corey and all of them who, like, every time Blizzard makes, like, a new pet in the store or a new mount that you can go buy or whatever, they just flip. They're just like, oh, okay, I can't deal with this, you know. Blizzard's trying to make money like a How business, dare they? you know. Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, 
Yeah, I think you ever since... have to buy this stuff, you know. <laughs> ever since that uh, Blizzard Activision merger, I think a lot of people, every time, like, Blizzard does something that may have a... Yeah, every time it's anything negative, people feel it's negative that happens to Warcraft or Starcraft or Diablo. It's always Activision, uh, Bobby Akotek trying to make money. Well, you know, that's funny, too, because, like, uh... I mean, because like that, that first started in... Because, I mean, if you look at Burning Crusade, there were, like, embl- there was the Valor, like, point gear, basically. Like, you, had, you could go collect points and turn it in for gear. And it was, like, Sunwell-level gear. It was good stuff. No one really complained about it back then. Though. Like, I saw a couple people being like, oh, I don't like this, but it wasn't really a big deal. Nowadays, people are just, you know, it's just like, oh, I can't believe this, you know? And it's like... How come no one cared about it back then? Nowadays, I feel like it's because people are afraid of the whole, like, Blizzard's just trying to make money, and they're it's uh, just trying to make it for casuals. And Well, I mean, know. that's what Blizzard is doing. They're trying to make everything in Warcraft, to some extent, accessible to everyone. And yeah. uh, the um, badge system, what even it's not really badges anymore, is a byproduct of that, and they haven't gotten rid of it in uh, three expansions. You know, as a guild leader, though, it works well. Like, I mean, like, I try to look at everything from multiple perspectives. On a personal level, yeah, you know, I I feel like, you know, well, crap, I worked for this stuff, you know. I I think it's kind of annoying that, like, a a guy who, you know, just, just, you know, lives in his chair and, I don't don't know, like, just someone who's just, like, worthless or whatever can just log in and just do terribly in dungeons, but he can pick up enough points to pick up gear and then pose as someone who, like, really knows what he's doing, you know, like, well, Mm. I feel like I should be separated from these people because I'm actually, like, decent at what I do. But at the same time, it's like, that's pretty elitist of me to say, you know, like, on a a grand scale, like I said, as a guild leader, I know I ramble a lot, but as a guild leader, like, you know, it's nice to be able to to get people gear quickly. You know, like, it, it's nice to have these systems in place, because if they weren't in place, you'd be doing nothing but farming dungeons, and that would just take forever. And that's where a lot of guilds lose their members, you know? Yeah, we've uh, talked about this kind of during the Lich King podcast, but, uh, like, these raids need to be accessible, and to do that, people need the gear, and you you make it easier to get the gear from the previous um, raid, like, through uh, points or whatever. And people, yeah. and people be able to do the newest stuff easier. And uh, but I wonder how much of that is uh, responsible for the decline in numbers. If they're thinking uh, Warcraft is catering to the more casual player, and that's why people are quitting. You know, I, I now that I think about it, like you know, I'm thinking like, okay, everyone I've talked to that just hates World of Warcraft. Like, if you go to the message boards and stuff, it anymore it's not usually because of that. I think during Wrath, that's what it was all about. But nowadays, it's like... I remember the big the big deal um, that, that Ghostcrawler actually replied to, where that one girl was just like, Oh, I have friends who are crying their eyes out because it's too hard and they can't keep people healed and they're being insulted. But, like, um... And there was, like, people, like, apparently quitting the game over that. I don't know if they actually did or not. Um, like I said, I had that one friend who quit because he didn't like all the paid services. Uh, you know, Corey kind of was doing the, was talking about doing the same thing. You know, you got all the people that are afraid of the whole Blizzard Activision deal, you know. Um, I had a friend quit. 
he was just like a casual player or was just leveling up, but he quit because of the Modern Warfare 2 thing that happened a couple, like a year and a half ago. <laughs> what was that? Oh, was that the, Where, the um, story, but I don't remember uh, exactly. Infinity Ward, I think is the company name, who made Modern Warfare. Um, how they f- fired the, like the two main dudes. Yeah, yeah. Or, or they walked out, like he quit, like he was just leveling up, he quit Warcraft at the time and refused to buy Starcraft. And I was trying to tell him, it's like, you know, those two aren't really related, even if they're under the same company, company yeah. name. Yeah, I think we might have talked about this before during our Wrath one, but like, yeah. really when you when you do something like that, when you're just like, well, I'm just quitting out of the principle, you're really hurting the, the programmers and like, the people that are behind the game. You're not hurting like, the corporations, you know, like, they've already made their money off of you, you know. Yeah, like, I wonder how many people really quit because of, like, the the mount that they sell on the Blizzard store, the pets. Or, it's like... It's such a finicky thing to quit the game. Or, like, how many people won't buy Diablo 3 because of the of the real money auction house? That, that's another thing that I don't understand. That would... I think that... I would think that would get more people to actually play it, because, in theory, you can make a living off of playing this game. I mean, it, it, I'm sure it would take a lot of work. You'd have to treat it like an actual job, but you could know, do it, you know? I don't know how much... how much real... real good money you'll be getting from Diablo 3. But, but people did it before. Before it was a... Yeah, but that's when system. it... That's when it wasn't regulated by Blizzard, though. Now that they're in control of this... Um... You can't make a thousand dollars. They won't... Stop that. <laughs> yeah, so like you're making too much money. Yeah, I mean, that, like, the real money auction house, like, is because of all the quote-unquote black market stuff that was going on in Diablo 2 and uh, all the all the hacking and I think it's a great idea but... yeah like I think it's going to help a lot and, and the fact that it requires internet connection is because of all the hacking that happened yeah too. And maybe maybe it's also because I'm just more of a businessman this kind of thing like I, I, I don't know like I look at most of the stuff Blizzard does and it makes sense to me it's like why why not put pet in the store. Why Why would that offend anybody, you know? I think they're horribly like... overpriced, but I mean, it's oh, yeah. It's practically free money for Blizzard, so... Well, who, people buy it up, too. They who, buy yeah, that crap really... like hotcakes, you know? Yeah, I, I personally... Since they're so overpriced in my eyes, I, I, I told myself I wasn't going to buy one, but um, I did get the Scenarian Hippogriff because it went towards a, a Japan yeah. relief, but like... Yeah, I mean, like ten dollars for a little model. Well, here, here's the, here's the thing. Like the um, Warcraft magazine recently said that they weren't going to have any more issues. Like it, it's canceled. But as a compensation, you can get six unique in-game pets. It's Sixty dollars, right? Yeah. Or you can get two years of uh, a PC gamer for uh, thirty dollars. And I was like, wait a minute. These six pets, six in-game models that are super tiny and have some animation cost twice as much as a, as 24 issues of a print magazine <laughs> where people spend hours and hours and hours editing and typing and doing graphics for and all that stuff. That's capitalism for you. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, but that's that's the business, though, you know, and then yep. that's like, I don't fault Blizzard for this because it, it's the sign of good, of a good businessman. Like, oh, yeah, it's, it's, can, it's great business If you can find wise. a way, 
Yeah, if you can find a, a way to make something that took you no effort, but you can sell it for that much, more power to you, you know? Yeah. I mean, like that. And, it, and a lot of people sit back and go like, well, that's just evil. How dare they do that? But you know what? You, you don't have to buy it, you know? There's, it's um, not required of you. Like, they, like if they did something like they made, they forced you to buy a, a $30 um, deal just to have fire loans, I'd be pretty upset. Unless you know, like the game was free all. to play, then yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, ridiculous. like if you had a subscription and they said, oh, by the way, we're releasing a new raid and you have to pay like 15 bucks to unlock it. Like, that would be ridiculous, you know. That On top of your the, subscription. Like, um, yeah, but they don't hear, do stuff like that. You ever it's, hear of a... I'm sure you have, but um, EVE Online, like the space RPG? Yeah, oh yeah. Like super hardcore business financial simulator basically set in space. Um, a few months ago, they, I won't go into super detail, but they were going to offer items that would give you an in-game benefit for real-life money, right? Yeah. And they had a huge exodus from the game. And, uh, and I was like, haven't you learned anything from players' reaction to stuff like this? And my friend who quit, Eve, uh, recently got an email saying, um, it's like, we regret our decisions and we decided not to allow um, items that give in-game in uh, a benefit for real-life money, and here's a free month if you want it. Yeah. And uh, So yeah, players do not like having an advantage, because you also kind of get that with like, well, I don't have time to raid seven nights a week for ten hours a night just to get my items, which, wow, isn't like that anymore. There, there's a guy in my guild right now uh, who we took into Firelands yesterday, and he, um... He's this warrior, and he, he just has, like, full, like, you know, player versus player gear. And uh, and it's not even, like, the good stuff. It's, like, the blue quality, you know, and I'm just like, whoa. And, and we take, I don't know why he was in there, and he wasn't, he was pulling, like, terrible DPS and stuff. And, and like, I, I told him, I was like, look, your, your DPS isn't, isn't that great. Like, I don't think we can keep you here. Um, and he, he shot back with, well, I don't have time to get better gear. You know, that's not really an excuse anymore because all I, that like, all that I time you were PvPing, you could have been in five man dungeons. Exactly. I mean, I, I was going to go into a big speech about how you know I work overnights and during the day at the same time I draw these backgrounds. I go to the gym. I still find time. But yeah, I mean, if he had the time to get the PvP here, he has the time to get the PvP here. You know, it, it takes about the same amount of time. You know, it's it, there's no excuse. It, it's just people. You know, like, I, honestly, and, and like, I'm, I'm probably wrong about this, this is just my personal bias, but I feel that, like, most people's problems with World of Warcraft is more personal than it is, like, with the actual game. I feel that it's, I feel that the game is just to a point where it's, it's a pretty old game, and everyone's been playing it just forever, and, like, every time Blizzard does anything to it, everyone's gonna feel bad because it either ruins the nostalgia because it brings in something new and people just don't like change, or it's keeping it the same and it feels stale, you know? Like, it's it's just gotten to that point, you know? And Which I don't, I don't really understand, understand that because I think we can agree that uh, Firelands is, and the, all the stuff that was in that patch, like the Molten Front and all that stuff, are some of the best stuff Wizards has ever done to World of Warcraft. I, I loved all of it. Yeah. I, but, I, like, at the same time, I'd be defending it against people, that, you know, like my close friends online who were just like, I, I think, it, like, I know um, one person in the guild was saying, like, they thought the Molten Front was the most boring thing Blizzard ever released. And I'm sitting in the Molten Front wall. 
watching us like waves of fire elementals or you know throwing themselves at the other NPCs and there's this big war going on and I'm just like how is this boring like look back at like Sunwell Plateau like and that daily hub compared to this you know? Sunwell like, Plateau was was actually a really good uh, content true. And, and this is like kind of a extension of that but it adds a variety every day when you do it and like admittedly if you do something every day on five characters or even two characters it's gonna get old yeah like like whatever it is but like vault in front it takes the daily quest concept and it gives you like really good rewards it gives you a unique mount it gives you good gear gives you pets um it gives you a like unique area um I mean, the Molten yeah. Front does a lot of really cool stuff, and, like, I think people's problems with Firelands is, uh, I don't know, I guess the number of bosses? I don't know. Like, I'm, like, I'm trying to think of what it could be. Um, I mean, it was cleared pretty quickly. I mean, Ragnaros wasn't, but, like, the rest of it was cleared pretty quickly. Most, I of, the, most of the, the bosses thing. aren't as hard as a lot of the yeah. bosses in the previous tier. Um, just, I mean, like, they have more health and stuff, but... Yeah, but, like, just mechanic-wise, yeah. like, there wasn't much of a, much as a learning curve. There's more fights that can be considered a gimmicky. Yeah. Um, but I personally think they're really fun fights, and there's about th- three bosses in there that like, definitely require a lot of, like, a learning curve, like the uh, Firehawk and Ragnaros... And uh, even though even though Major Domo isn't terribly difficult, it still requires a lot of kind of like technical precision and how to do it. Um, uh, I know when you get down to it, all the mechanics you know they come down to staying out of stuff or DPSing certain targets. But I know that like Lord Ryleth is a pretty original fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all things considered, I mean it's really just add control and stuff like that. But I mean we got to like turn the boss around the room. Is it's kind of a new thing, you know. So, like, when that was announced that Firelands is only going to have seven bosses, when all the previous tiers had, like, twelve. Um, I was actually upset when I heard that. Yeah, I, I was like, only seven? And when you think about it, that's still a lot of design work. But there wasn't any boss in there that felt like it was a, a throwaway fight. Yeah. I mean, looking at BWD and BOT, I, I really can't think of... You know, I th- I'd say, like, the, the least memorable one for me was probably a Senate Council. I don't know why, I just was just like, oh, here's a boss, you know, it's, de- it's dead, moving on, you know, like... You fought him kind of post-nerf, didn't you? Or did you fight no, him we, before? We fought him before, yeah, but we, just, we got through it pretty easily anyway, like, I don't know what it was. It, like, I didn't have any problems healing it or anything, you know, I just kind of sat around <coughs> and died. <laughs> yeah, so players... Yeah, like, the players, just, I think, like to rant on some of these forums they go to, and, like, it seems like every time they release a new... Um, armor set, like, the art for it. It's always half the post going, oh, this is the worst set they ever did. Who are their art designers? They should fire them. And then the next one is always, oh my god, I love it! It's the best one yet! I'm always partial to the kind of goofy-looking sets. You know, like, I I like the Druid tier, uh, like the Firelands one, where you got, like, a tree stump on your head. I'm just like, oh, this is funny. But, like, uh... You know, um... I hate to keep bringing up the same guy, but my my rogue friend, every time they come up with a new rogue set, he just gets mad and just goes like, oh, the best set they ever made was 
whatever tier two was Bloodfang. And it's, you know, I'm just like, you know what? No, it's not. Look, look at Bloodfang. Really go look at it and compare it to everything else. It's a very boring set. You know, like, I, I feel like the, the, the Naxxramas one looked a lot better, where you got, like, the, the sword sticking out everywhere, or, like, the, uh, what was another good one? It's on the Burning Crusade one. Trying to think of actual ones. Yeah, well, yeah, we had like, <clears throat> you know, like the Road Warrior one, and then you know, like I, I, I think most of the Rogue sets look just fine. Yeah, and like, oh, there's hardly any art in this game that looks bad or is badly designed. And even if, like, you don't think it looks better than other sets, it's kind of, it's a, just an insult to the people who designed it, saying you need to learn how to draw. <laughs> fired. Yeah. <laughs> Although, tier uh, 12 rope is not that great. <laughs> say that. Yeah, it's, it's very basic. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it looks basic yeah. compared to everything else. Not that it's poorly designed. And, uh, yeah, like, like tier, tier 13 stuff, the uh, a shaman set, which, if you haven't seen, it has, like, bones and a bunch of bones everywhere. It looks like a caveman or, like, a, of a more... Like a a tribal shaman look to it and yeah, half yeah. the people say it looks awesome half the people say it's like well at least we can transmogrify it so, to look like tier 2 to look that like was tier the best two. set ever you know? all the paladins are gonna have tier 2 yeah and that's another one that bothers me Judgment did look pretty cool and maybe it's because I've seen it so much anymore but like I think there's better looking paladin sets I thought the old water one looked great you know, like, it's just... I think it's just, like, the idea... Like, again, it, it's the nostalgia of it, you know? People, like, this was when World of Warcraft was great, you know? And, like, that's that's all people focus on. Do you I think... Do you think a transmogrification in which, if you don't know people listening, is where you can make your gear look like other pieces of gear that you own? You can make your gear look worse than it is. <laughs> you can make it look like tier... Like we were saying, tier two if you wanted to. Um, do you think that was added to help retain player interest, or do you think it's just something that they wanted to add for a while I, now? It, well, if you watch the forums, it, you know, like there's, there's things people tend to ask for, like guild housing, um, transmogrification was kind of one of them, um, just just stuff like that. And every time like their their subscription base is hurting, Blizzard just pulls one of them out. They're just like, here you go, guys. Here's transmogrification. You've been asking for it forever. We finally did it, you know. And like, uh, I I get the feeling that it's something they did the probably because they wanted to retain player base. But it, I feel like it's something they probably should have done anyway. I'm not going to argue with that it exists. I think it's a good idea. I yeah, like player house and you brought up. They get asked that like every BlizzCon and every Q and A. It seems like. Yeah, like, I'm I, waiting for them to pull that one out. It's gonna be like the last thing that they do. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, it's completely pointless. <laughs> <laughs> but well, you know, and, and when it comes to MMOs, though, like that's why people kind of play them is they like to have something that's their own personal. Like, the, like this is me. This is my character. This is my style. You know, like they like to design the way their characters look and all that. You know, people kind of get creative with it. And they like to have stuff or things that they can collect and just shove into a place and be like, this is my house, you know, look at all these trophies I got. And they like to show off. That's one reason why MMOs are so popular. It has that competitive atmosphere. So, like, I, like whereas guild housing or player housing might be kind of pointless, at the same time, like, I feel like it's kind of a necessary thing, and I don't know why Blizzard hasn't done it. If I want to show off my, my uh, guild's accomplishments, I just link them to their armory page. So, I don't know. 
Yeah, that's true, but that's, that, to me that just seems kind of elitist. Like, why can't we have a thing in game? It was like, because to me it's just kind of like, well, you can just go Google it, you know? Like, <laughs> I, I don't. It just like that just feels like a jerk move to me. Like. I don't know. Click it, it, this link, it'll show you how great I am. <laughs> it, it would be cool if, like, every boss you killed had, like, a special, like, trophy model. Or, like, like, yeah, a little so, model like, put, like, put on, yeah, the, yeah, like, put on your you, shelf. You know, and you, you mount their head or something over your fireplace, and people can see it. <laughs> I don't know, but, I mean, that, that would be kind of cool, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, they did that in, um, what game was it? Uh, I, I played Runes of Magic, where you, you had your house. You could buy different houses around the world too and like some were bigger than others and stuff you know and it was instanced and you could invite anyone into it that you wanted or just make it public or whatever and you could buy furniture and set the furniture around whichever way you wanted like <laughs> i know me and ash were goofing around we're like this is all completely unrelated to what we're supposed to be talking about but you know like and we did just some goofy crap where we like built a tower of chairs that defied gravity and climbed up to the top and then deleted them and fall down and die and you know stuff like that you know <laughs> but like uh I don't know, like, it, it's it's just a neat feature, and I'm sure it wouldn't take that much, much programming to do, and they make a lot of money. I'm sure they could probably do it. I'm sure there's a reason they're not doing it, but I'm just surprised that they don't. So, we don't really know why Blizzard has lost so many subscribers, except for maybe that the game is old. That's that's what I think, because, I mean, you know, like I said, I, I try to be analytical about it, and everyone complains, but every time someone complains it, it always just comes right down to it just like i'm sick of the game i've been playing it for seven years you know i don't know i guess I mean, like uh, we've been, we've been playing it for a for a long time now but i think we uh you know when we're not having fun with it we just put it out of our mind yeah. <laughs> and so we don't get obsessed with it's we've, like oh i can't that i sucks, can't no. i can't believe blizzard's doing this or that or that we just go oh if it affects how i play i'll stop playing yeah, well, it's like when they nerf something about my class. Every time the druids have been nerfed, every time I've gone and said, "Oh, well, that was pretty ridiculous." I'm supporting, you know, like it needed to be nerfed, <laughs> like and, and, feral druids and so and there's a, crusade. yeah, oh, sorry. There's, there's a lot of incoming changes that they're uh, making their like end of tier nerf, like before the actual next tier comes out. Um, how do you feel about that? It, first, what's that? This, this is a guild master versus raider kind of thing again. At first, I was like, "Oh God, why?" You know, like. But then, after I thought about it, I was like, "You know what? It doesn't really matter." Anyone, anyone who's like a hardcore player has cleared this content, and anyone else who's just not just wants to get it done is probably stuck somewhere and can't. So why not? You know? There is a good feeling knowing that you you've uh, done something that. Not everyone can do. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you have to think of the player base at large. And, and, like, what if you were on the other side of that spectrum? Like, you'd want it to be more accessible. Well, I mean, you think about the guild I've got going now. We just transferred. We're just getting things back together on the new server. And it's like, we're behind because of it, you know? So, like, something like this should be a welcome change. It's, it's like, we're not bad players. We know we don't suck. But it's like, if this change didn't come, we would probably still be stuck where we're at for a while. You know, people wouldn't take us seriously. So, I don't know. Maybe, but, I don't know. It, 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 like I said, on a personal level, I, I feel like it's too early. But I understand why they're doing it. How will, it makes sense. Like, will it really affect your enjoyment 
if uh, <laughs> if the bosses that you've been killing for the past two months, more people are doing it. It shouldn't. Well, and you know, you know that like people run around going like, oh, just everyone's gonna just pug firelands and just go one shot Ragnaros by sneezing at him. <laughs> I mean, like. That's not going to happen. People are going to get their pug groups together and still wipe on Alice Razor. That, that's all yeah. that's going to happen, you know? Yeah, um, I remember, uh, keep remem- remembering this, we joined that guild in, uh, in Burning Crusade. We were doing uh, SSC and uh, Tempest Keep, which was a tier behind at the time. And yeah. the people were getting, and we had some elitist officers in that guild, and they were getting yeah, mad we that, uh, that some of the bosses they were doing getting nerfed and they were like I can't believe it like people are gonna go in there it's gonna be a joke and um and like Burning Crusade was one of those times where people couldn't go to Black Temple or Mount Hyjal or or Sunwell Plateau because they didn't have those things in place yeah like like people were stuck in sometimes just a a Karazhan the entire expansion or like the tier uh, a tier 4 stuff because they just couldn't get into SSC because it was so um, because it, like the DPS requirements were too high or it was too hard yeah. to get a tank to that level. So I think they made they be, they like the, they took the right steps in Lich King. They probably overcompensated, and I think they reached a really good balance in a Cataclysm. I just and think some think of their that. yeah, like, I just <laughs> think they just made a few like timing mistakes maybe. Or they kind of misjudged on how powerful to make things. Um, well, it's like that I mentioned that friend who had quit the game over the paid thing. He was talking to me about how like um, the game was too hard or whatever. Because this is this is on Moonguard. Everyone who's listening, if you know Moonguard, it's a it's a. I don't want to say it's pathetic because I'm sure there's people who listen to this that play there or something, and they're just gonna be like, "What? We're not pathetic? Oh, you jerk!" But I played there too. You know, keep in mind. It's our like. Server. It's an RP server. The people are complete care bears. Even the trolls are complete care bears. You know, like, and like, you get people on there that are just like, "Well, I can't get raid gear. It's too hard. I can't raid all this time." And like, they'll just complain about it. And it's like, "Well, have you ever tried being in a guild?" Oh, I can't be in a guild. My character's a loner or whatever. You know, and it's like, "Well, there you go." You know, like, it's not Blizzard's fault that you're being stupid about it. It's <laughs> I can't cast flash heal because my character doesn't believe in it <laughs> oh, yeah I, my character can't go into cat form because he's just a bear <laughs> IRP is a bear yeah you know I, I don't know it's just like it, it's just silliness you know like it, it's a game that's meant to be played it's a social game I, it, this is just the way I think about it I try not to do anything halfway you know like if, if I'm gonna get into something I'm gonna get into it it's like, but that's just you know I'm 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 paying my fifteen dollars a month to play this game, so I might as well spend that fifteen dollars a month wisely. But I know I've said that before on this podcast. <laughs> like, do you think that, let's say for example, Shanox, which is the first boss in, in uh, Firelands, like, do you think he's so hard that every everyday RP or Joe in like in pretty good gear can't go and beat him well that's a good question because I don't think he's very hard and he's got very simple mechanics and if you got decent healers and stuff he'll be fine but like I've seen some RP or Joes do some pretty 
stupid things. <laughs> I wonder how much. I mean, like, I can imagine. Well, I, was say, I can imagine, like, it would be like everybody would be standing in traps. Just everybody. And you'd tell them, don't stand in the traps. And they'd be like, oh, I can't see them. My graphics are turned down. It's like, it doesn't matter. They're still there, you know? <laughs> it's like, well, well, I just can't do it. It's too hard. And two attempts later, they just go, I'm leaving. You know, like, it. <laughs> my opinion makes a difference. Remember but Molten like Core a, when some boss mechanics was just don't stand in the fire? And that was the or, entire fight. Or it was the, the DPS DPS's things and the healers decurse everybody. Yep. That that was... <laughs> wonder how much the uh, looking for raid tool is going to help with some of this stuff. I don't know. My instinct says they're just going to make it give like the 20% nerf to everything. Oh yeah, like it's going to be kind of the easy version of raise it'll give yeah. lesser quality loot but maybe it'll teach people some of the the fights before um, actually stepping into an actual raid I don't know if nothing else it'll be it'll be a good way to, to do stuff if you can't be there every day it'll give people that option again yeah no. that was one good thing about wrath is that you know you didn't have to have a guild you could just go pug everything if you wanted to yep and you, and you can't really do that in Cataclysm right now, so... You can get uh, decent gear that has, like, the raid look to it in, like, yeah. the dungeon finder, in the uh, raid finder, so, uh... Yeah, we'll see how all that turns out. I think it's gonna be a good thing. Um... Especially when you're, like, like when you're learning fights, or if you're on the bench one day, and you can yeah. just do a pug raid, um, it won't affect your lockout. So, looking ahead a little bit, a bunch of info for patch 4.3 came out today. Yeah, I woke up and was just reading it. I was like, oh. I was surprised they released all three previews in the same day. I thought they were going to space this out, like, once, yeah. like, like once every few days. But, uh, yeah, this, like the, the five-man instances in, uh, in 4.3 are, have this interconnecting story, kind of like the Ice Crown stuff did. Um, where you're uh, trying to obtain the the uh, dragon soul from the past in order to use it against against a uh, deathwing. What if that means you're gonna have to fight like the dragon aspects? I mean, you're you're basically messing up the timeline. Well, they uh they basically gave an outline of the entire storyline. Like at first, like uh, Norza Adamu wants to send you back in time to take the dragon soul, but something's blocking him. And it exists yeah. in the future, so you have huh. to go, you have to go to the future where Deathwing has taken over the planet, and like the old gods are everywhere. And you have to defeat whoever's blocking his path, which is probably an infinite dragon flight dude, and then go. <laughs> it's probably him, probably. This is funny. Yeah. It's, it's uh oh, it's it's Nazdormu was an infinite dragon. <laughs> Um, and then uh, you have to go back to the War of the Ancients when the dra when the uh, Dragon Soul was at its most powerful. In order to get the Dragon Soul, you have to have sex with my grandmother. It's a Futurama <laughs> reference. I don't know what I was going to say. Where are you going with this? I don't know. And like the uh, Dragon Soul was created by uh, what's um, Deathwing's real name? Uh, Neltharion. Yeah. Nethalon, something like that. It's I don't know. Neltharion. Yeah. Neltharion. It's, it's probably wrong still, but um, he created the Dragon Soul, and he he put all the powers of the other Dragon Flights in it except for his own, which that means 
he could have power over them, but they couldn't use it against him. So I'm guessing you have to put Deathwing's essence into the Dragon Soul before it becomes like the uh, Demon Soul, which is kind of like the corrupted evil version of it, and uh, bring that back to the present and then use it against him. And that's what the third instance is, is you're making your way to Wormrest Temple to, uh, yeah. to confront. You have to escort Thrall. Yeah. I wonder if it'll be like the, the Escape from Durnhold Thrall Escort. It is my destiny. <laughs> he's, you find him in a cage, yeah. and he's just like, Welcome to Orgrimmar! Have you come to serve the Lord? And he, he walks all slow and aggroes everything. Yeah. And he polymorphs something, and he goes and breaks it and runs away. <laughs> it's my destiny! <laughs> There's like a, you know, like a rat, and he's just like, Oh! Destiny! And kills the rat. And uh, we were wondering what the raid would be like, and it seems like uh, we'll be chasing Deathwing around Azeroth, like fighting his uh, minions. I think for the first time ever, we predicted a raid, thinking of like the most awesome thing we could think of, and it turned out that's exactly what they wanted to do. Yep. Because remember, like back in the day, we had an idea for um, Mount Hyjal, and we're like, what if, what if Mount Hyjal is to go back in time, and you've got to defend Archimonde as he makes his way up the mountain, and you got to fight Thrall and Jaina, and you got to make sure Archimonde gets there, because the infinite, because like in all the previous dungeons, the infinite dragonfly were trying to like keep something bad from happening, you know? So we figured, well, what if what if they're going to kill Archimonde before he has a chance to get up the mountain, and you got to stop that, you know? Yep. And you play as the first as the uh, the scourge. Like, yes. That would have been awesome, but they didn't do it. And so apparently, it kind of takes place after the third incident, where a Deathwing is supposedly weakened somehow, and he starts to fly off, and you have to chase him basically. And I guess he'll land at various points, or or his lieutenants will get in his way, and. These fights are probably going to take place in various parts of Azeroth, and not like in some big stronghold. It's like he lands in in Thousand Needles, and you have to fight him in Thousand Needles or whatever. Which is pretty fitting, considering that like this expansion was about just Azeroth itself, you know? Yeah, and like we were wondering in our in our uh, last podcast, like where is the Deathwing fight going to be? Well, the answer is it's. It's, it's uh, everywhere. It's going to be everywhere, and uh, I think the final phase uh, takes place in the uh, maelstrom. Yeah, and, which uh, makes which is also pretty fitting. Yeah. So um, that sounds pretty cool. Like, wonder some of the bosses are going to be like. They said something like Ghost Crawler was posting. I was reading this thing. Where he's like, "Oh, the actual final part of this fight." is, you know, Deathwing's gonna be, like, he, he crashes apparently into the Maelstrom, and then, like, comes out of it, and he's just, like, it's so big, he takes up the whole area. Like, I'm imagining he's gonna be, like, upright, you know? Yeah. He's gonna have, like, his claws out, and he's gonna be going around, like, oh, like, Godzilla or something. Oh, so he's gonna he have that like, same, the same, uh, model as, like, Ragnaros and Sinestra and, uh, that's, Sargeras? That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> I don't you imagine. <laughs> but, like, um... But, well, they like, do something the unique. Says, yeah. yeah, but the, the post says that, like, he's gonna be massive, you gotta like jump around from rock to rock, like out in the maelstrom, like out in the water, and like you'll be you jump on one. There's gonna be a, a tentacle there. And you deep, it's like Deathwing's tentacles. And I'm like, what? Deathwing doesn't have tentacles. What? <laughs> he does now. <laughs> and then like you know you jump to, and then you're DPSing like his toes from like another rock or something. And then like you know, um, what's his name? Uh, the Time Lord guy will be doing like time stops on certain rocks and Alex Straza is going to be shooting like fire at certain places and you got to you know use all of this to, to to defeat him and it's like it sounds like a pretty epic fight 
Uh, before yeah. that, when you're on his back, apparently you, you gotta pry off his um his armor plating and like blood comes out and attacks you. <laughs> yeah. And, like, th this raid actually sounds really cool compared to some of the other ones, because Ice Crown, you're just kind of, like, making your way to the top. Doom, doom, doom. The Lich King is just waiting here at the top it's of this like, thing. Climb. It's like Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> yeah, it's climb his tower. And uh, just, like, Deathwing seems like a race against time. Yeah. Like, you have to reach Deathwing before he gets to the Maelstrom, but, like, he's trying to stop you at every, at every turn. It's much more exciting, you know, like, than just the... You know, uh oh, Illidan's just chilling out in Black yeah. Temple. We gotta go up there. We can't use our flying mounts, you know. <laughs> yeah, what can you see is that airship and Ice Crown to get to the top. Hmm, guys. Yeah, I wondered about that when they did that. So, well, I, I, Arthas would shoot at it. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, actually, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this because one thing Blizzard has been really good with this expansion is uh, in its storytelling. Yeah, yeah, that's and, true. Uh, if the last raid is you chasing Deathwing on an airship and firing at him, <laughs> so it's pretty awesome. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Like, I'm wondering, like, this, this podcast has been kind of about player reaction. Like, I'm wondering if uh, Warcraft is going to continue to kind of bleed subscribers till it reaches a, a plateau that's even lower than it is now. Well, it'll probably plateau. People still play StarCraft. People still play EverQuest. There's actually a point I brought up with the guy. Where he was just like, oh, World of Warcraft's going to die. And I was like, you know, like it still has a lot of people playing it. It has like, 10 really million people yeah. playing it. That's a lot yeah, of people. Just like, the, the, game is, the game is just getting kind of old. And he goes like, this is stupid, because EverQuest still has a pretty large subscription base, and it's old. And like, it, no one really plays EverQuest anymore. It, does EverQuest have like... 100,000 people. He's like, so they still make expansions, and they're just as good as World of Warcraft expansions. I'm like, I maybe I'm wrong, but I highly doubt that. <laughs> we can't really comment on that. Yeah, like, it, all we know is that Blizzard puts a lot of care into its uh, content, and uh, and for a game as old as EverQuest, is it going to be at, at the same level? Like, probably not. It may add some new quests and new bosses. But yeah, is it, is it going to have a raid where you hop on Deathwing's back and cause him to crash into the maelstrom where he turns into an old god? Probably not. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so. I'm still that, waiting for Mr. Smite to make his return. That wasn't a bash against EverQuest, but I was just saying. It, yeah, it was That's not. even older than WoW, with an older engine that's not as flexible. Like, Blizzard is good at what it does. And, uh, in Titan, whatever it turns out to be, is probably going to be pretty... Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say about Titan. We haven't already mentioned except that it's just a next-gen MMO. I'm sure we're gonna hear something about it soon because it, it's getting close to like. The... I, I have a feeling we won't because probably at this next BlizzCon we're gonna have a lot of Diablo 3 talk. We're gonna have some StarCraft 2. Well, and... By soon, I mean like in the next five years. Keep in mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little more realistic. Yeah, I don't mean, like, in the next few months. I mean that, like, you know, Diablo 3 is going to come out and everyone's going to love it. And then, like, you know, Heart of the Swarm is going to come out. And then, like, we'll probably hear about whatever Titan is sometime after all of that. So, um, Real quick before we go, uh, next expansion, Pandas. Yeah, really. Do you want to actually talk about it? Or? <laughs> Let's go for it. Do you think it'll be Mr. Pandara or do you think that's something else? I'm... I'm 
I'm wondering if it's an April Fool's joke of some kind. Because, like, they always do that with their freaking pandas. And, and like, I, I would love a very Asian-themed expansion. I really yeah. would. I know that, like, um, that China specifically, like, the people in charge of China, that sounds weird, but, like, didn't they, didn't they say that, like, if Blizzard made, well, like, if they put Pandarans in the game, they would just be like, no, you can't sell this game in China. That's kind of like one of those urban myths. Well, here here's what happened. Like, Blizzard, a trademarked as a for a video game, um, Mist of Pandaria. Yeah. And, and Pandaria is the homeland of the um, Pandarans, which are Pandarans. like Pandarans, <laughs> Pandariaians, which are home pan- of the Worgen, which are which are panda people, and they usually use that stuff in uh, April Fool's jokes or as kind of bonus things, like in Warcraft Three. There was a hero unit that was a Pandarian. And and just for stuff like that, and they they and they went about it the same way as they did with like Wrath of the Lich King and uh, Cataclysm. So yeah, uh, so it's kind of weird. It's like an April Fool's joke that might come true. We're just like, huh? And uh, there really has there's been zero evidence disproving it or proving it otherwise. So it's just that trademark. Now in with a uh, China, they got mad because the initial art was a. Uh, a panda in a, a Japanese armor, and that was just and that was just an insult to their the culture. So um, everything after that was was fine with Pandarians, oh, I see. but it was just that they misinterpreted by by giving them some of their hated enemy, like the armor of their hated enemies, basically. Well, like um, I, I mean. Like you know, you can look at pictures of like China and like the the wilderness there and the mountains and like the landscapes, and it's you don't see in World of Warcraft yet. You know, like you don't have those coastlines like the big round mountains coming up with the jungles on top of them and stuff like that. You don't have like the misty like forest bamboo like yeah, the bamboo, bamboo forest caves and stuff yeah. like that. You know, so like that is like an untouched kind of thing for World of Warcraft to go into so they could very easily make an entire expansion around that and it would probably be pretty good. It might like, be a like, nice change of pace to have kind of a more of a laid back s- 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 setting without like a world ending boss looming over you the entire time. Yeah like what if it was just like um uh what was it like like maybe you know as Shara is up to no good and yeah. like, you just use like Pandaria as like a staging point to attack at the oceans or something. Because yeah, it's an island, you know. Because it's the only place um, that doesn't have any Horde or Alliance influence on it. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I could see, like, I don't think they'd be introducing new races. Um, they they kind of go back and forth with hero classes and races so far. Like, uh, every expansion's like, kind of like, you know, it alternates so far. Um, but I, and I don't see them adding Pandarans as a race that you can play. Just because, like, what else? They'd have to bring in something to be its adversary, and like they just seem like they'd be more of a big neutral faction that just kind of like governs everything, kind of like like uh, like um I don't know, like like the the the, the Dalaran people in, in Wrath, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see them bringing in a new hero class, which they said they never do, but they do all kinds of stuff they say they never do. Well, they well they said they want to make sure it feels right, and. Yeah. Uh, I know this is kind of like, like the popular, monk. yeah. Like the monk is kind of the thing that fits best with a, with the Pandaran. If it's true, that 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 class definitely fits in with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, do you think they could re- release an expansion 
that doesn't have a hero cl- a new class or a new race? Um, I don't know. I mean, like they've been pretty adamant about bringing new content in. You know. Well, let's, let's be honest. Like Morgan and Goblin, they're they're neat races. They look neat. They have neat stories. Did it add anything to Cataclysm? It really didn't. I was waiting to see like how the Goblins played into the whole story or the Wargans, and they didn't really do anything. I mean, like at least in Burning Crusade, like the Blood Elves had something to do with the outcome of everything, and then like you the know, Draenei, it, yeah, yeah, like well, the the Draenei kind of like they came in at the very end and were just like, "You Blood Elves, teleport <laughs> away," you know, like. <laughs> but at least they had some place in the expansion, you know. I mean. It, with the wargans and goblins, it kind of bothers me that like they were just kind of there and Deathwing attacked them, and then they said, "Ah, well, we're joining a faction." Yeah, I, I, I think the goblins fit well in the horde, and the worgen are neat and all. But I mean, like, like the worgens don't have any presence anywhere outside of their uh, starting zone. At least, at least the goblins are around in like a bunch of places. Yeah. So yeah, like they had. Pindarians as a race, as as a playable race, um, I think it might fit in more with the with the s- s- setting at least. True. Um, that is considering if it's even true. Yeah. I mean, it, it could not be. Well, here's something. I remember there was a, um, you know, Corey had a list of um, like expansions that Blizzard was planning. Like, this was leaked somewhere, you know, I don't, I don't know how true any of this is, but, like, it had listed, you know, that the second expansion, or the first expansion was going to be about Outland, next one was going to be about Northrend. True, the, true. The, yeah, and then, like, the, the one after that was Elemental Plains. Technically then, true. Like, yeah, like, that was what it said, and this is before we heard about Cataclysm, and he showed this yeah. to me, and it, it came out, and I was like, oh, maybe this list actually has something, because I thought he just made it up, you know, but, and then the one after... After that dream, well, that, was, that was listed, and then the last you, uh, one after that was... Um, you uh, broke up, you said the um, Emerald Dream? Yeah, the Emerald Dream was the one that was listed after that. Right. And then, like, the final, final one, and this this kind of follows up with their, their like, list of, you know, we, we plan on releasing expansions, you know, like, they've only got two more planned, there's only one more after the Emerald Dream, and it was, it wasn't Ire, but that's Starcraft, what am I... Um, it, Argus. Um, yeah, it was, like, Argus or something, it was, like, the last one. Personally, I think Emerald Dream overall would make a better setting for an expansion than uh, Pandaria. It could probably be both, though. What if what if Pandaria was like maybe two or three zones big, and like an entrance to the Emerald Dream was there? Well, you can get to the Emerald Dream from from whatever. Oh, true. I think I, I think Pandarians have links to druids, so I've it'd be cool to see them. Like, I personally don't think Pandarians are dumb. Yeah. I mean, it's just because pandas kind of have this cute and cuddly kind of thing about them. But, I mean, they're big, ferocious bears. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they they, they always look sad. (laughs) Yeah. So, And then they have brewmasters that puke fiery alcohol all over everything. We'll probably find out during uh, BlizzCon next month. Yeah, probably. Um, personally, what I hope they do is they make an expansion. They release a healer hybrid monk hero class, would be my vote. And it's a healer class that's like a hybrid DPS slash healer that, like, is a melee, but it can also heal. I think that would probably be the best fit. Um, although we already have so much melee, that's kind of weird. But, like, uh, 
and then it, it you know it, it has to do mainly with the Emerald Dream with like an anchor in the pen area or whatever like that would be my ideal expansion that I would want to see maybe that's where the where the uh, Veil of Almond is is kind of where Pandaria is oh maybe like that's the place where the nightmare is uh... <laughs> so they so they pushed the nightmare and the Emerald Dream back into the into the crack and it just dumped it onto the pandas. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. I think that sounds that sounds neat. It could be. Could you imagine like you go there and it's like you guys pushed this on our realm, you know? Yeah, you have to go. How <laughs> dare you? I mean, I, I think personally that's that sounds pretty cool. Like the nightmare is kind Another of thing too. Focus in this one area in the dream, and yeah. that's starting to affect the area around it, and that places Pandaria. Yeah, I could see that. Um. I'm, I, I'd have a hard time seeing Argus as an actual expansion, considering there's like no lore around it. I think that'd be kind of strange. There is lore around it. That's that's where the Drain Eye from and the Arizar. I know, but and, and that's where. So, so, I, I guess we give the Drain Eye something to the reason that it exists. But is this was that where he is? I think so. I, I guess mean, I guess he has to be somewhere. That's the that's the Burning Legion homeworld. So why why in Warcraft Three does he have a tomb in Azeroth? There's the tomb of Sargeras, and he's, his eye is there. Like they pull out his eye and put it in a tomb under the sea. because of lore. That's why. I forget. And, and then, and then, what's his face is there? Not Goldon. Maybe it is Goldon. Uh, no, some some warlock is just like there's just a tomb. I gotta go get out of the ocean. And he's there, and he tells like Thrall some stuff or someone some stuff, and then and then it's, it's it exists. <laughs> Who knows? And, and it's weird. And I'm like, what is this doing here? Well, well, yeah, Warcraft 3 lore. You can get really deep into that, Warcraft 2 and all that. But yep, yeah, um, so yeah, we, we talked about Warcraft for a while. I think we should probably end this. Well, okay then. I think we should <laughs> do more podcasts about all kinds of things. Yeah, we, we try to. So we have Warcraft losing subscribers, but I think it's just the natural decay of the game because it's it's so old uh, yeah i think blizzard is doing really good work um even if missed up here and there but overall they're putting out their best content right now um really good balance of accessibility and uh kind of like hardness and like difficulty and um and good job blizzard yeah you still have us or your best friends? <laughs> yep. You have two subscribers right here. Every, everyone else hates you, but we'll love you forever. People still play it, even if they hate it. Which is that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Total Biscuit say something about that? He goes, people say they hate my videos, but they watch them, so I make money off these people anyway. <laughs> yep. That's basically the thing. If you, if you don't like something, everybody... Don't play it. Don't watch it. Yeah, Just leave if, it alone. If you don't agree with anything Blizzard's doing, cancel your subscription and don't play anymore. Yeah, we're tired of hearing you and bitch on forums. <laughs> voting with your money works because they lost a million subscribers, and I'm sure that they took notice of that. Yeah. And That's my word of advice as a businessman. <laughs> yep. Money talks. Money talks. All right. Thanks All right, for, goodbye. Thanks for the chat. <laughs> See ya.